welcome to another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. If you are new here, welcome to TWSS, a podcast about entertainment news, debates, and theories. I'm Zach, she's Nicole, and today we're, we're starting to get into gear with award season. Most of our episode today is kind of talking about the Oscar noms that came out yesterday or just like over the last 24 hours, 48 hours, we've had nominations coming in. So I guess we're going to break this down. Um, just before we start, I don't really know... How do I put this? I'm not surprised by any of these nominations so far. Like, nothing has surprised me. And I would expect that between Golden Globes and Oscars, you know, there's some minor, major differences. But really, it feels the same. Do you feel that way, Nicole? I, I do and I don't. Um... I do in the sense that I'm not shocked as to who was nominated for like best actor, best actress, um, best supporting, because as I've said, like, I think I said it in the last two episodes um, or the Golden Globes episode that we did. um, They're all the same. So if you're nominated for a Golden Globe, your, your chances of getting nominated for a Critics' Choice, SAG Award, an Oscar and Emmy are pretty much like in the bag, except maybe like they'll switch up one or two actors, maybe here or there. Um, but mostly it's, it's not shocking, but it's, it's, it's a nice feeling. I will say it's a nice feeling when you do receive that nomination because it is like, it's a, I want to say clarification. I don't know the right word right now, but it's, it's verification. Yes. Verification. Validation. Uh, or yes, validation. It is a nice validation. So yeah. that it, it, that's in the sense of like, I do and I don't. I mean, it's, it's the most prestigious award there is in the world of entertainment. Correct. So, I mean, there's something about that, but I don't know. I'm not expecting too much of a shock here in terms of winners when the winners list comes out. But who knows? The Oscars is always there's always that one moment that will forever be cemented in time as the biggest mistake or snub of the season. Right. Anyway, let's let's crack on into it. So, what are some of the key spaces we should be watching if i've never seen the oscars before what should i be looking out for what categories should i be looking out for right um good question so usually when it comes to the oscars it's usually like i don't want to say there's no category that's not too small or too big i like in theater when you get cast in a role like there's no small act there's no small character just a small actor or no small role just a small you know what i mean um yeah so I always, I'll, I'll start it with this one. The roles, the, the categories I'm always most interested in are usually like best supporting. 
I like the best supporting actor, best supporting actress. Um, just because I like to be on the lookout for who I who could be nominated for next year for best actor in, in a TV uh, a TV film, um, such as Barry uh, Coglin. I'm always gonna mispronounce the name, but mm-hmm. he was nominated for best supporting actor for the Banshees of In Sharon. Um, so I, I find that to be interesting. And then stereotypically, I love best actor, best actress, because usually the year prior will, like the best actress from the year prior will be the one to announce the best actor. So I like that they have that tradition going on. Um, along with, I think best picture, usually they have the film, the year, the film prior that won, the film that won prior. I think they'll have somebody like the best director or somebody like come out and um, I don't really know how they work for best picture. I really haven't watched Oscars in a couple of years, only like highlights. Uh, but those are kind of what I look for. And I just look to see like the, the reaction of the other stars because, you know, like people always get pictures of um, like Chrissy Teigen got blasted in one year. So her face was during one of the winnings. Right. So, and I know like a bunch of people, so there, that's always something I look for too, just to see the rooting and, um, I will say that even though Austin Butler won the Golden Globe and he is nominated for Best Actor, I wouldn't be surprised if it, the Oscar ended up going to Brendan Fraser because, like I've said before, there's always that chance that even though you won the Golden Globe, the Oscar can always go to... Because I think Golden Globes are by your peers, are voted by your peers, and then the Oscar is through the foundation, is what I've learned over the last few years so I think it's the academy that actually votes for each of them um are there any like specific standouts for you what do you look for when you watch the Oscars or when you watch like the highlights through Twitter um best editing best sound design definitely best actor best actress supporting for both categories and Best picture and best director tends to be the ones I look for. For visual effects, I I tend to not that I tend to skip him, but I just you can tell which one is most likely gonna win, right? Because of either the amount of visual effects or just the things they were able to do, you can kind of tell. I I'm starting to really get into costume design, like best costume design, because I'm starting to see a lot more in that category of like really interesting and weird things that people are doing. So uh, that's become a category I'm kind of interested in and also to learn of who's kind of taking the industry by storm and leading the way in regards to costume design. It's kind of cool to see who the bright minds in, in that realm are. But yeah, those are the tend to be the categories I look for. Um, the The only thing that sucks is like, those are usually towards the end of the night anyway. So like right. you're, you're watching a lot of the way through. And I like that over the last, what's it, two years maybe? We've had every category has their moment in the sun instead of like having them in an ad break or being this little uh, title carpet. card that comes up. Yeah, so I, I, I like that we're giving respect to every uh, medium that is involved in the filmmaking process. Yeah, um, 
I, I agree. Um, but I do want to go through Best Picture real quick. I know that they actually added more nominations. I think there's 10 this year instead of like six or so. They usually do like six to eight. Like, yeah. They nominated 10. So, um, I mean, I'm not shocked by any of these because most of these were nominated at Golden no. Globes. Um, but for everyone who hasn't seen them yet, um, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Top Gun, Maverick, Avatar The Way of Water, Tar, Elvis, The Fablemans, Banshees of Sharon, All Quiet on the Western Front, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking, um, Golden Globe. So the film that won Best Picture at the Golden Globes was The Fablemans, which is Steven Spielberg. Not really a shocker there, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if, even though it took home the Golden Globe, if it went to another film, um, anything is possible at the Oscars. I always like to say that. So I'm not like dead set on like the Fablemans winning, but if they do, that's awesome. Steven Spielberg is a legend. Um, Best Actress. Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, and Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. Ana de Armas, I was I was a little taken aback by that one, but you know, good for her. I'm I wasn't I was. I guess I was more intrigued by Leslie Riseborough. Uh, you mean Andrea? To Leslie. Andrea yeah, to Leslie, Riseborough yeah. as for to Leslie. That that seems to have had a lot of industry folks yeah. interested. So that's a possible storyline for this year. I don't know if I saw that you feel that way, but No, I, I agree. I saw that um I didn't read too much into it because I wasn't understanding where the drama was specifically coming from. But I guess the movie came out last March and it really wasn't on, on like anyone's radar yeah. at all. Like I had no idea about mm. this film or this actress, but I guess some producer, from my understanding, was petitioning or advertising her something. And then I guess this was like over the weekend. So Well, also we had Sundance. A couple of yeah, it was over the week days ago. Yeah, and I think from Sundance, a lot of folks who watched the movie were like, "Actually, this should be in the running as well." There was a lot of success there, um, and also a lot of uh, interest regarding Jonathan Major's film that's coming yeah. out soon as well. But that's another topic for a different day. Right. Um, yeah, so I think that category is interesting for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I shouldn't say I'm surprised by Ana de Armas, but I know with how much controversy around the the film Blonde has gotten, I guess it's more of like, okay, I I I when I saw when I saw that she was first being cast as Marilyn Monroe, I said she's either gonna get the nomination or it's gonna like be snubbed somehow. So I'm I'm happy she got it, but I'm like, eh, with how much, how much critique the film got, and how much like everybody despised it because of what's surrounding it. Um, but we'll see. And best actor, of course, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Incheren, Paul Meskel for After Sun, and Bill Nighy for Living. Um, I think After Sun was actually shown this weekend at Sundance, if I'm not mistaken. And 
Um, I have to say, though, huge praise to Paul Meskel because he um, got his first Emmy and his first Oscar nomination through TV show he was just on and through uh, this film. So he's been under the radar. And he was just cast in another film that a lot of people were upset about because he outbeat a couple of top actors. So I thought that was uh, very interesting to learn. Because I, I looked him up earlier, actually, because I was really curious what he's going to be in. Oh, Gladiator 2. He beat out a couple. Oh, uh-huh. he beat out Timothy Chalamet and uh-huh. somebody else. But a lot of people were like, thank God he outbeat Timothy Chalamet because I could not see him as a gladiator. And I just, I lost it. <laughs> I was like, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, excited to see when that, how that goes. Um, were there any big snubs for you or any nomination shockers? I wouldn't say snubs. I... Before the show, you brought up RRR not being in right. the, the foreign film category. And while I think that is a huge... While I think that's a bad decision, I'm also well aware of the Academy and the Academy's um, kind of their shunning of rambunctious kind of films like that. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it should be involved in best visual effects because there was a lot and I, I, I think they were pretty decent for a film coming out of India that you necessarily wouldn't look at otherwise. Um, I mean, not for nothing. I mean, it sucks because I saw that when I saw that that film was not nominated, I immediately thought of you. But the song, the original song, got nominated, so at least like that's something. It's not. It's not. It's It's not. not. And and while and while I celebrate the fact that the song was nominated, we're not even taking into account the choreography. We're not taking into account the camera shots to get that song to make it look the way that the lighting that was involved to make like there is like. Yeah, but the scene itself is so amazing. Like, that's why I'm like, it really should be. I wonder if the film was shorter, whether it would have been in the running. I, I wonder, but I'm not surprised by it, which is which is weird. Right. Right. So I, I, I expected it, if anything. I mean, I'm I'm surprised more when people include it these days than they don't. And this is the first year that they have, um, they have 16 new Oscar nominations, 16 new, like, you know what I mean, like actors and actresses. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time since 1935 that um, Asian women have been, or Asian people have been nominated. Mm-hmm. So it's it's honestly I was reading that and I was taken aback, but you know that's just how that, it's sad. Um, I wouldn't say for me that there were any biggest snubs or, uh, I guess my biggest nomination shocker in a good way was that Stephanie 
Sue was nominated for Everything Everywhere yes. All at Once. Um, yes. I, and I have to say, shout out to my friend Bryant, because I wasn't, uh, I was busy with work today. So I actually, he was the one who texted me and was like, um, Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Stephanie got nominated for Best Supporting Actress, um, along with Angela Bassett and um, other fabulous, fabulous actresses. So honestly, I, I mean, I want to root for Angela Bassett, but I feel like it's, it's just going to be such a hard, hard choice. But, you know, Angela Bassett's also the queen, so... We'll see. Oh, we shall see. Um, anything else from the Oscars that you want to discuss? Anything? Uh, Ki Kwan got nominated yes. as well. First Oscar nomination. And I want to mention that, again, I am a huge fan of everything, everywhere, all at once. I am so glad to see it getting the recognitions that it deserves. Um, and just good luck to all of those involved in the film that they they take they take away the their flowers from this one because I, I truly think it was one of the most creative films I've seen in a while. So stop to finish it, which I will. I know. Um but so any anything else we wanna bring up from the Oscars? Any I I've just, you know what this is I've said this with the Golden Globes too. Um this is truly such a hard pick because every year like the I have to say though, it previously in previous years for Oscars, I've always had I wouldn't say an easier time picking like someone who I would want to win, but I'm like okay, like I've seen like most of these films and these are who I do think should are deserving of it. Um, but this year I can truly say with the Oscars, like I couldn't tell you who would be winning because each of the talent. I mean, every year it's fantastic, but like even Best Picture, like, these were all such popular films. And they were all films that got great reviews along with the actors and actresses. So, um, it's gonna be a hard one. But I'm excited to see it on Twitter. I don't have cable. Who wins? Um, moving on, though. So, according to Discussing Film, Michael Kulitz has been cast as Lex Luthor in Superman and Lois Season 3, which you still need to watch. I just started The Last of Us, so I'm I'm not gonna be watching that anytime soon. It's okay, but just though I'm yeah. super excited. Um, for those who don't know, he was on the last few are the middle seasons of The Walking Dead. He got killed by Negan. Spoiler alert. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, according to discussing film, Madonna's Madonna biopic starring Julia Garner has been scrapped. Why are we even doing biopics still? Well, judging from the success that Anna Diarmas is right. experiencing, it's... are we are we surprised that biopics are becoming more of an option? Right. Um, I wasn't super shocked by this, but I was like, I kind of laughed a little bit because. We always say, or you always say, like, come up with something more original. Like, come out with an original screenplay. Come out with, like, not something that 
like the exorcist like don't come out don't revive that like oh yeah created right so every time these kind of things come out I'm just like zach he's always right <laughs> even when i don't want him to be um According to Discussing Film, a John Williams documentary is in the works with Steven Spielberg set to exec produce, and I'm already smelling that uh, Oscar is what I think it is. Smelling the Oscar for Steven Spielberg and whoever plays John Williams. And Is it a biopic or documentary, you said? Documentary. Oh, nah, that's going to be dope. And you know what's funny is the only reason I remember who he was is because we talked about this last episode, and I remember that he's your favorite score he's one of my favorite composers, composers he's one of you. my favorite composers he is not the only one i like he's one of one of my your favorite favorites composers. yes one but of my be, favorite composers but be proud i remembered that but yes so um that's i'm i'm interested to see who they pick is there somebody who you would have in mind to want to play him or you'll wait to see what? who they cast it's a documentary, so I'm. I, I hope it's just about his life and different clips of. Oh, of you're right. I'm thinking. Sort of an, you're thinking biopic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see how he came up with a lot of things. I know that um, a lot of his work is based on other work that he likes. Like he he will hear something and he'll like remix it in his own way, and it fits for a lot of different movies but i mean he is really the industry blueprint for a lot of our favorite composers specifically i would say hans zimmer is is yeah is one of the people that i think have have really followed in his footsteps i mean john williams was composing has composed some of the greatest films of all time so he's going to be in the conversation. So I, I, I truly am interested to learn more about his life and, and where the thought process comes from. And even if we can get some snippets from him, um, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a good, good one. And then I think it's also nice that Steven Spielberg is producing it. Yeah. He does a nice touch there. No, I agree. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with it. Because I see how a lot of these legendary scores came about and how they fit into the films. Um, it is canceled. I always love, okay, going back a little bit. Uh-huh. You know what I was going to say. I, oh, I thought you knew what I was going to say. Um, I have no idea what you're going to say. I always call it cancellation season. Because this is around ah. this time, yeah, December, January is when they start to, like, cancel and axe shows. So I'm always, like, curious as to what is going to get the axe, what's going to revive, what's, yada, yada. Um, I don't think Outlander got the axe, but Outlander will end with season eight. I did, uh, I just started it. Not super into it yet, but I, usually that happens with me and shows. I have to take, like, seven episodes. Um, have you ever seen it? No. It's interesting. Um, still trying to understand it. Uh, and the Gossip Girl revival, sequel, whatever they're calling it, has been canceled by HBO Max after two seasons. And HBO is still canceling shows, so that's fantastic. <laughs> you gotta, gotta tell it for the people. Can I, can I have just a minor rant? Yes. A little bit. Of course. What what was the point, HBO? 
Like, like you, you have, you had a fantastic show. There was no need to reboot. You rebooted it to then within two seasons, drop it. What, what was the point? I could have told you this was a bad idea. I'm not an industry professional. But I could have told you no one's going to watch this shit. So what are you doing? Like, Gossip Girl fans are still thinking about the original show. They are not thinking about a reboot. They do not want to see their characters. Especially to the point that... I believe the Gossip Girl, the original series, ended in such a crappy way. Why would they want another one? It doesn't make any sense. So, dumb idea. Glad it's over. Well, what was funny about this one, because I did watch, um, I watched most of the first season until it got really dumb. Um... But I did watch it, and it was the teachers. The teachers, spoiler alert, were Gossip Girl. They were literally antagonizing the students. And I was like, there has to be some kind of, like, violation in this, like, in some sort of way. Um, Like, I'm pretty sure they kept it as the teachers, and then, I don't know. I didn't really, I really did not, like, follow it until I saw stuff on TikTok where, I don't know. I can't even explain it, but it just wasn't. It wasn't the same. They tried bringing in an OG. It still didn't work. So I'm not even shocked that it didn't. It didn't last. I'm surprised it lasted two seasons. Like the first one was kind of good, but it wasn't like iconic. Anyways, uh, any thoughts on anything we've discussed tonight? No, not really. Uh, and I hate saying that every show, but I really don't have anything else. Again, good luck to all the nominees. Uh, I I hope that there's no drama with this year's Oscars, as there usually is. But um, uh, yeah, I hope it goes well. Um, no, I agree. I I good luck to all the nominees. Um, excited to see in a few weeks. The results, rooting for everybody. But excited to see how social media takes takes it on. Well, that sounds like a great place to end. That was another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. And we will see you next time.